and welcome to In Business Talks 2. We are excited to welcome you to our bonus episode, The Friday Fix, episode 19. We are your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. And together, we, we are In, In business. business. Every Friday, we will be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful In Business networking members or a fellow business owner. We'll be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. This week, we have the lovely Laura Norman of Chroma Marketing. Oh, and make sure you listen to the end of the show to hear Laura tell us about her favourite networking tip. Right, so welcome to our episode of The Friday Fix. And today we have with us Laura Norman of Chroma Marketing. Welcome, Laura. Good to have you with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, now, we, we know, we've known, well, we've known you a long time, but... Um, we know that you're an advocate of the brand story by Donald Miller. So I think that's what we're going to be talking about today, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, I am. Definitely. Before we start, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. So uh, I'm a marketing consultant. I run a company called Chroma Marketing. Um, there's four of us in the team. We work with small businesses and social enterprises, uh, including charities, to build a marketing strategy. So we are there to help them build their community uh, create clearer opportunities where they can, you know, advance their marketing, uh, but also develop a, a sustainable marketing strategy. So for us, it's about understanding where a business is at and also where they want to be in the future and bringing out of that the marketing that's going to work best for them. Um, all about, you know, increasing visibility, getting more people talking with them, so their customers or their audience. Um, and generally, we like shouting about people that are doing good things. Right. Good. So that's Excellent. us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And as Tracy says today, you're here to talk to us about the you're a keen advocate of the of the brand story. So I am. So yeah. To hear about that. Yeah. And do you tend to use that a lot with your clients? Is that we do? Yeah, we use it as part of. Um, I mean, context wise, it's a book called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, um, and it's a really good book for framing how to communicate in order to resonate with your audience um, in the most effective way. And we use it as part of our uh, kind of preliminary stages of working with clients, we always do a brand strategy with people when we start working with them. And it, it forms part of the fundamentals of that really. So how can a small, small business apply this theory to their marketing then? Yeah, so um, the theory is based on a the structure of a storybook. So you have a character, that character comes into a problem, they meet somebody to help them with that problem and it all ends happily ever after. <laughs> And in this, there's very like restricted version of it. But essentially what you're thinking about is that you're the guide in the story. So rather than you being the character as a business, your audience are the character and you are the person helping them with their problem. And yeah. what it does is it reframes your um, thought process around how you should be communicating with your audience. A lot of businesses over time have fallen into the trap, really, of talking about themselves. Marketing can become very me 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 as a mm. business yeah instead of it being about the customers yeah. and the, the structure just completely reframes that mindset so that you're focusing on the value you can give to your audience rather than your own um success i guess mm -hmm. yeah so because yeah, stories are very powerful about. aren't they they always happen yes yes it's good it's yeah. clever definitely yeah it, it's and it's just an easy structure that the actual framework itself which you can access if you've read the book 
it's a very simple structure, so it doesn't complicate it. I think you can sit there thinking, right, well, what on earth is my story here? Like, how do I make sure that what I'm saying reaches and, and resonates with my audience? And it can be a bit overwhelming when you start to reframe your mindset around marketing, but actually the structure itself is just really simple. Um, so yeah, it makes it so much easier and then your messages are way more effective for, for your target audience. And what are the things you should be thinking about when uh, before you start this? I mean, can can you give us? We'll put you on the spot here, Laura. Can you Don't give worry. us like an example of um, how you might apply that as a client, yeah. as, as a business? Sure. Um, so we, the way we try and kind of use this is very much at the beginning of your marketing journey. So. Yeah. Whether you're rebranding and you're an established business, you're kind of changing things up or whether you are starting up brand new, it's a really useful exercise to do before you start delving into the world of marketing campaigns. Because what you don't want to do is get, you know, six months down the line, you've got your website, you've started social media campaigns and you have to change everything Mm -hmm. because you realize that you're not talking to your customers needs, you're talking to your own. So I would say that for any business starting a marketing journey, no matter what stage of business they're at, do a piece around understanding who your target audience is first, because it's really important that you know how they behave, some demographics, what they believe in and are passionate about, and then write the story. Um, Because if you've not identified who that person is, it can be very difficult to then get out of the story, the value that you're trying to get out to then convert it into a marketing message. And where I would apply it is then thinking of your website homepage, for instance. If you can take somebody through their story on your homepage of the website, which is really what you should be doing, it's going to be much more impactful. The same with social media messages. If you've got um, a slightly more, say, sales-oriented social media post, you've got a call to action that leads somebody into your funnel, then that's the structure I would use for that post. So what's the problem they're facing? How is that manifesting? So I guess an example could be a, we've been working with a climate change organisation. They create resources for schools about climate change in line with the curriculum. Um, What we did with them is go through the brand store, the the story brand structure before then developing their marketing campaigns. And what we did was identify that their key target audience are the teachers behind the scenes. And we understood their age range and the likelihood that they would um, be talking about climate change. So they might be interested in sustainability generally, they might be vegan and and things like that. And what we then did was write the story brand structure. So we went through, you know, what is it that they actually need or want before knowing you exist as an organisation, before knowing that these resources were available to them? Then how does that manifest? So what's happening in that business is kind of triggering them to think that they need something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's when you introduce yourself to the conversation. And that's where for us, with this example, we identified that the teachers needed something in line with the curriculum, that they wanted to teach the young people about the importance of climate change, but on a a young person's level, if that makes sense. And what was happening was that they were struggling to find stuff that they could put into their general teaching without having to create all new resources and spend time doing things after school, which teachers are busy enough as it is. So then when we introduced Eco Heroes, the brand, into the story, it was then right, well, they've worked with, you know, umpteen schools and provided all these resources for free and all of that stuff. So and we did that on social. 
um, we used social media and had the call to actions that led people into downloading the resources. We had call to actions that were more to do with having conversation and engaging people in that conversation to have a bit of a movement online. So the way you can apply it is by pulling out the key information from that story brand structure yeah. into your marketing messages, right. uh, whether that's on social, at an event, on a website, on a leaflet. Um, and video, I suppose, as well, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive for video, definitely. I, I guess it's the sort of identity transformation, um, isn't it? It's where your client or customer was before they started working with you. Yeah. To where they are after they've yeah. been working with you and, and that difference that if you can show that in your marketing that is your story isn't it exactly exactly um it it's a bit of a mindset shift to be honest using this structure because I think in the past there's been a lot of marketing which is very much about showing the features and benefits of your yeah. product or service yeah. whereas actually this um kind of structure around telling the story and showing your value because you've shown your authority but also how you're helping your audience rather than why your product is so good mm. it makes a massive difference on conversion um and putting more people into your pipeline because they actually relate to what you're saying and i think just thinking ahead this is something that's going to become major in in marketing as a whole and there's going to be a massive mindset shift needed because of the types of consumers that are coming through um i mean you've got a whole new generation coming through the pipeline now um, who are much more conscious um, and ethical. And if they can see that you are relating to them, they are going to see the value of your product or service much more, whether you're business to consumer or business to business. Yeah. Um, there is going to be this massive mindset shift. And I think the structure, the story brand structure enables that conversation to happen in a way where the business, you know, whether it's you or I, we're not going to get overwhelmed by the fact that, we need to change the way we communicate with our audience yeah. because actually it's so easy to use and apply. Um, so yeah, the, the fact that you're resonating with your audience much more mm. means that actually you're going to be able to convert more um, of those leads because they get the, you, they, they see that you understand them. Yeah. 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 Do, do you have any examples? I've put you on the spot here, but do you have an example of, of, a, of a, perhaps a big brand who follows this method just, I'm putting you on yeah. the spot here, Laura. I do apologise. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, so off the top of my head, I mean, the brands that do it well and communicate with their audience's yeah. needs well are people like Innocent Smoothies, uh, Patagonia, um, those brands that are, I guess, a little bit more socially conscious yeah. anyway. Whether that's that they're doing something for society or the environment, it doesn't really matter. It's the businesses that... Um, you see it on their social media feeds. I mean, Innocent Smooth is a great example because actually what they constantly do is try and relate to their audience. And that's why their content goes viral is because their audience find it hilarious or, yeah. you know, a bit tongue in cheek. Um, and that, that that's where it works. So it's about, like I say, because you're understanding who your audience are and the way they communicate and you know their need and they know you because, I mean, Innocent Smooth is a massive brand. It's the same with Patagonia. They create outerwear and, and things like that. And they are very um, ethically conscious and sustainable as a brand. But what they've done is created this community of people that are exactly on their wavelength because they've spoken to their audience's needs yeah. uh, and what their audience want to see. Yeah. And I think, I guess, as a polar opposite of that, there are brands that are in trouble at the minute, like 
Brewdog, Oatly, the oat milk company has been um, slated recently because of their financial situation. And, you know, there's others, big brands that are in trouble with their customers because they're not kind of aligning with what their customers yeah. need or want. Um, so, and I think that's becoming more and more apparent with Twitter and with social media and the fact that brands are much more accessible to their customers now um, than they ever have been, I think. Yeah. That can massively impact whether you're the innocent smoothie kind of angelic um seeming company or actually you, you've done something that just yeah. doesn't resonate with your audience anymore and there's been massive dips in shares and all sorts because wow, of that now. Wow. so it just shows you get your story wrong you know and when when you go into clients if they've been doing a, a marketing for a for a long time and, and they call you in and you sit down with them do you often see, do they get like a light bulb moment when you go through it with them does it ha, you know is there a ha moment oh my god yeah you're right this this is yeah. all right. We should be doing it like this. And it, and it obviously makes an in, an impact or whatever. Yeah. Do you see that quite often? Definitely. I mean, we, like I said before, we tend to do this as part of the preliminary work with people. Yeah. So we do it right at the beginning. And because of the way we do it, we, we run, run through the story brand structure and then apply it to different areas of marketing. And when that happens, 100%, you see that kind of clarity. They get it. Yeah. And they know why that's going to be much more powerful than them saying how amazing they are at doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, that comes into it, but actually it's a kind of a secondary thing. The authority and reputation of your company is only a very small part of the structure. So mm. yeah, definitely we get that light bulb moment, especially like I say, when we actually apply it then to mm. the kind of wider see marketing scene. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. Yeah. Because going back years on, you know, when when you had adverts on the tele, well, when you watch the adverts on the tele, now you can skip through them. Um, mm -hmm. It was all, oh, look at this, buy this, this is new, you know, it was all shout, shout, shout about mm -hmm. the product, about the company, you know, it, was, it wasn't about yeah, the customer, was it? Yeah, look how good we it? are, wasn't it? Sort and of things thing, have you know, changed, yeah. haven't they, over the years? Yeah. Um, and That's it is right. more about your, well, it is all about your customer, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah, definitely. I mean, just a testament to that, you don't get so many shouting adverts anymore. No. <laughs> you know, adverts aren't as noisy as they used to be. And no. I think it, it's exactly that. It's, it's because they don't work anymore, no. to be completely yeah. honest. People are fed up with them, aren't they? People have changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, you just <laughs> get it off now. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and you can recognise it as well, mm -hmm. can't you? You know, yeah. what what is a bad advert? from yeah. years ago you, you know well if you ever yeah. happen to look back or see anything it she cringe doesn't it <laughs> what was it what, yeah. were, they what were they thinking yeah yeah, what were they doing? yeah. But i suppose at that time they worked yeah 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 but, and i think that's i guess that's just because of the nature of communication back you know yeah. before digital and softer approaches yeah. um you know you're looking at things like tv adverts versus newspaper ads and, and that kind of thing which yeah I think because now it's a mass communication format that are available on so many different levels, not just things like TV ads, there's got to be a slightly softer approach, um, which is more meaningful, um, which is why we're probably not seeing as many of those shouty ones. And it's kind of like broadcasting to an empty room, really, isn't it? Those kind of shouting adverts. People want to be part of the conversation now. Yeah. Yeah. It's having those conversations, isn't it? And getting them engaged. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. 
if people do want to get in touch with you, Laura, what is the if, if they want to find out more, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. Probably the best thing to do is contact us via our website. Um, we've just had our website redesigned. So it's all jazzy <laughs> now, easy to use, um, so which is chromamarketing.co.uk. If you contact us through there, uh, and then we can have a chat. We do have a free review in place. So if anybody wants to apply what we've talked about today yeah. it, to their own marketing, we can go through a review with them as well. Um, so that's probably best. Yeah, I think, I think we did that, didn't we? We had a free Yeah, it was good. It's very did. good. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you're on LinkedIn as well, aren't you? I am. Yes, I'm all over LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll put these. We'll put these links yeah, in, the put in the show notes, anyway, we'll put so them people on, yeah. can uh, have access to them. Uh, before we go, we always ask our guests if they have a networking tip that they could share with us. So yeah. I just wondered what your networking tip was. What's your favourite networking tip, Laura? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I think um, the thing that I often see people struggling with with networking is, you know, events are great to go to. You can have your breakfast or your lunch with people and socialise and you get that contact again. But I think the bit that people tend to miss is the follow up. So it's making sure you've got a system in place for following up from networking, whether that's strategic partners, whether that's, you know, potential projects that you could work on, having a system in place, whether that's you know, as simple as an Excel sheet or a CRM system, depending on what stage you're at in business, so that you spend time on your follow up. I think it's just as important to spend, I guess, just as much time following up as it is actually networking. So that would be my tip. Yeah, yeah excellent tip there. I think that is that is probably the most important thing about networking, mm. because that's why you go, isn't it? So many people miss the fact that they, they spend ages at these events mm. and then stick a business card or they've collected or whatever it might be, put it in a drawer. Mm. I never contact anyone again. You think, well, what's the point? What's the exactly. point? Follow up, yeah. arrange for a coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, excellent tip there. Thank you, Laura. That's one of my favourites as well. Well, thank you very much for being with us today. We've really enjoyed chatting with you. And uh, no, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for your time. It's been some good stuff there. Yeah, and if anyone does want to get in touch with Laura, we'll put all the details in the in the show notes as well. Like you we said. Great. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank, thank you. you Laura. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. You too. Bye. We're almost at the end of this week's show, but before we go, we are excited to tell you about our In Business Talks 2 episode this coming Tuesday. So this coming Tuesday, we have a montage of questions that our couples have asked us uh, during the course of our podcasting series. Ooh, we're going to be on our own show. Wow, we are our own special <laughs> guests. <laughs> cool. Yes. So since we started back in, when was it? January? February? March? <laughs> one of them Whenever. Um, we've each couple has asked us a question at the end of their podcast and we're going to amalgamate them all together wow. to make one big episode so uh, <laughs> looking forward to that one <laughs> so please listen out yeah listen one. out yeah Thanks so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks to Friday Fix. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. We'd really appreciate it. Until next time, this is Ian and Tracy. And together we, we are, are In, in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.